I've been under a goddamn rock for this one. Can someone explain to me why I have not been watching this show from the beginning? Like, what what happened? Why am I so far behind? Why have I not sat there? Why have I not enjoyed the beauty of what is Jujutsu Kaisen? Why? What 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 has been going? The development of this show, the character, the fullness. The interesting nature in which this show is done, presented, and then the overall aspects of it are amazing. I don't understand why more people aren't watching it, and quite a few people are. They enjoy it, very much so. But I don't get why it hasn't taken over the world. Why I don't see more of it, more out there. Now, I have had a plethora of conversations when it comes to what the new generation of uh, anime is coming off the old generation where it's gonna keep going and of course like i always say i am a diehard bleach fan i know that's coming out this year and i will be watching and waiting and watching everything of it when it does but that's at its end when this comes out it's over there's no more bleach you know um burn the witch was a nice little sidetrack and i hope it comes back with some good full things and it's supposed to i hope but we gotta stick to some of the newer things that are out there now I am behind on Black Clover. Black Clover is supposed to be the beast of all beasts. Now, the way I look at it, if you compare threes to threes, Naruto, My Hero Academia are ones. Bleach and Jujitsu are twos. And Black Clover and Luffy, you know, One Piece is threes. That's where they line up for me because that's how I've watched them. I love My Hero Academia, but sometimes I can get bored of it. I loved Naruto, but sometimes I could get bored of it. I am obsessed with Bleach, but I find the lead character to sometimes be just not enough. Jujutsu, I find the lead character to be very interesting and very well developed, and I will get into that because I want to have a full conversation, unlike what I've done before when it comes to talking about animes with regards to this one, but I'm just doing the comparisons right now. And then there's One Piece and Black Clover. I can't get into either one of them very well. It's like, I like it, but it's not compelling on a day-to-day basis of me wanting to sit there and watch it over and over. But I see all the clips and I see the fights and I see a lot of the things that happen. I'm like, this is fun. I should be watching this. But let's keep going. Let's, Let's get back to what this conversation today is and my living under a rockness. Jujitsu. My God, this is the anime right now. I I have delved into what is the unbelievable story of this. Cause yeah, we let's let's be clear. Let's be very clear. Yes, it is an anime, and you are interested in the fights, and some of these fights are epic. Some of these fights are amazing, and I don't want to delve into that side of it because I think this anime probably has a little bit more than a lot of the other ones that are out there 
This is how I felt when it came to Naruto and Bleach. It was like there was something more underneath that if you keep looking, you're going to find something that's just insane. These bad guys, you feel for the bad guys. There are some bad guys in My Hero Academia that you feel for. There are some bad guys in Naruto and Bleach and all these shows that you have felt for. But you really see you see yourself siding with who these bad guys are. And the way their fights develop and their stories develop is so interesting. And then you have, of course, the overriding arch of clans over the top that, that gives, me, gives me that Bleach feel of, you know, when... When Bakuyao just wanted to kill Rukia because that was part of what his clan demanded of him to do. Like, they just want to get rid of our boy. They just want to get rid of Yuji. And it's like, you can't. Really? This is what you're going to do? You're going to kill Yuji right now? And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, he needs to die. Like, that's... Okay. First of all, yes, Goju looks like like Kakashi we get it get over it let's move on completely different characters and different demeanors they're not the same type of character Gojo is a lot more playful than Kakashi is so get that straight as for other characters okay you have your lead which is Yuji Itadori dude this dude is epic First of all, he comes in with a big flare. His ability to fight is just astronomical and no fear whatsoever. Yet, he does develop some later on. Then, you have our Mr. Quiet, Megamu Fushiguri. Fushiguri. What he is and what he will be, and if they develop it right, and don't just leave him as a side character like so many animes do to some of these epic people, is going to be unbelievable. Because for the fact that our boy Yuji has, you know, one of the greatest and worst curses inside of him, and then for that curse to take such a deep interest in you know to take such a deep interest in him and to take such a deep like he stopped himself and allowed himself to die and then bring back i'm sorry if you don't haven't watched you need to watch you need to like all right so our guy our our dude our main guy which is yuji itadori itadori is Itadori is human. Didn't know he had abilities. He, he was a little extra stronger than everybody else already to begin with. And he eats this cursed finger. And this cursed finger is supposed to hold one of the greatest curses ever. And he eats it. And in doing so, he makes that curse inside of him. And he's now the vessel for that curse. Which should remind you a lot of Naruto and Naruto being the vessel for the Nine Tails. So he eats him, Sukuna. He eats Sukuna. He eats one of Sukuna's fingers. The goal is for him to eat all the fingers and destroy Sukuna. Ultimately, ultimately Yuji's gonna die, hopefully saving a bunch of people. That's the ultimate goal. But that's the end result. The before result is Yuji in the first episode eats his finger. Gain Sukuna's power in a way, 
is now fighting for control with Sukuna. Sukuna can't take over full control from Yuji because Yuji's spirit is and soul is something completely different than what he's ever dealt with before. Later on, we find that Yuji dies when he fights and goes up against another, you know, first-level spirit, special-grade spirit. When he fights up against him, he dies. He's not strong enough yet. He can't handle it by himself. He's been trained, but still, he's not up to that level. And Sukuna saves him. But before he saves him, he takes control of the body, and he attacks um, Fukujima. He attacks him, Fushiguri, I'm sorry. He attacks Fushiguri, and in that attack, he sees something of Fushiguri. Something about the shadows and the way he uses shadows that makes it seem like, why did you run? You could have beaten the special grade. You have a power, and he, he wants to take something from, there's something there. There's going to be something eventually that leads to between these two. If it hasn't already, I'm behind by a couple episodes. I haven't reached the last episode of this first season. I'm still not quite there yet. I'm almost there, but not quite yet. But that's beside the point. The interesting part of all of this is the interest that now we have of the ultimate special grade in Sukuna taking full interest in the idea of Yuji and using his body. And then in the idea of... Um, you know, Fushigima, Fushiguro, Jesus, I get his name so wrong so many times, and the idea in, in his interest in his capabilities as a sorcerer, Jujutsu sorcerer. Now, there's some things that happen in between. There's a reason that our boy died in this episode and then came back to life thanks to Sukuna. There's a lot. Now, our third, because I want to be respectful of the characters that we have, is Nobura. Now, this is our female character. I found this to be the worst introduction that I've ever heard and ever seen for a female character. Hey, boys, I'm your girl. Like, why is that the way you introduce her as a character? Why put her in that way? Hey, she's a beast of a character. Reminds me a lot of Sakura after she got trained. B, she's one hell of a sorcerer. Can take a punch like almost nobody else that I've seen. And she has some interesting abilities with the way she does her... Um, her curse, the way she she goes in on her curse, and she's a very well developed character, I think. So to introduce her that way it just felt so pathetic. Oh man, I was like, why? Why is this the way you say hello? Why is this the way you say here? I'm the newest character. Like, oh come on, you could have done so much better than that. There are a lot of interesting little characters that you have to take a look at. Maki is so much fun. Panda is an interesting variation of, of a vessel. Um, Togi, Inomaki, him, he is so cool. And the way he reaches his limits in a couple of the episodes that I'm up to is awesome. Um, then you have, of course, Gojo is a beast. Like, a true and utter beast. And then you have, you know, you have... This Kyoto and Tokyo fight, and you have our boy, which in one fight becomes best friends with Toto. Now, Toto is probably a com. I, first of all, I thought he was a meathead when we first met him, but his interaction with Yuji is 
quite impressive to see how actually thoughtful and developed his character is. He actually trains Yuji in the middle of them fighting, teaching him some stuff to that will help him, you know, understand himself better. Understand his curses and his ability better. But his fighting senses are top-notch already. He's already sick in the way he can fight and adapt to a fight. In the middle of making one move, he's already thinking about how the next move can be made to offset the moves you've already made because he understands well enough what the fight is doing. That, in and of itself, is amazing. It's unbelievable. It's kind of crazy to allow a character to be this well-developed in an art form of fighting without giving you any backstory on how he got there. His overall ability to fight as well as he can and then adapt to everything he learns and take it in and become better is so interesting. Now, I'm not going to be able to break down every single character. I would like to. There's a lot of great characters. And the bad guys, as I said, are very compelling to be able to, you know, watch and understand and know better. Like, you know, Drogo, interesting little fire demon. Hanami, Hanami, Hanami and Mahito. Hanami and Mahito, these two, this is what does and it makes the makes this so much more interesting. Hanami doesn't feel like a bad guy per se. Hanami feels like a spirit that is done with humans destroying the world in the way that they have. Building cities, building cars, building all these things that have come to relegate the planet Earth as to what it is. So it's not an overall curse, in my opinion. It's more of a, a vengeful spirit of the earth there's no other way of putting it. yes it's a curse we know this that's the way the show is made but that's fine but it's hanami's interaction with mahito 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 there too and mahito learning more about his own capability as a fighter and as a curse and understanding himself while fighting other people and one of them being yuji who's as he puts it that's my nemesis that's the guy that's my counter if not for him, I could destroy everybody, but he can counter me without even second thought because he knows his soul better than anybody else. Just the idea of how the souls work to be human and curses and how the sorcerers and understanding your own soul and your own capability, it's that is deep by itself. Overall, man, like, you take these two characters. You take Hanami, you take... Mahito, and they're interesting by themselves. They are compelling to watch and compelling to to look at. They are so much fun just to be there with. But then you take their abilities on a deeper level, and you take the fact that they are trying to understand themselves while attempting to start some kind of fight is quite cool. Like, this is giving character development to to villains in a way that a lot of people don't get it. Like, I liked Aizen's character, and I still do, but he felt very superficial in a lot of the things he did. Everything was testing. It was just, oh, I'm going to test this, I'm going to test it, and ultimately it's going to be mine. And it doesn't, you don't feel that same kind of superficial nature 
to the bad guys in this show just yet. It's still early. It could happen. I could change my mind in a couple episodes or next season or depending on which way they decide to go with the characters in the show. It could. But so far, nah, man. This is fun. This is so god darn industry. Interesting. Industry. My god. That's for a separate conversation. So, Jujutsu Kaisen so far is probably one of the best new era animes that I've watched. And this is the reason why I can't change the name to only solo leveling or bleach. Because I find these gems and I find these shows that have some great starts. God of High School was, when it came to fight scenes, better than almost anything I've ever seen because of the way that they adapt in their fights. Jujutsu Kaisen has had some great fight scenes so far, but the story is 10 times better than the fights. And then even the stories within the fights are so much more interesting than anything I've watched. Demon Slayer might be the only one that when it comes to story development and character arc and growth, it might be a little bit, if not on par, maybe a little bit over, but I'm not far enough along on that one yet. To truly sit here and compare it and actually say how these new era are going. As I said, My Hero Academia is very, very good and very interesting. But I find there are moments that can be a little bit boring. And our guy, you know, Deku, is another Naruto. It's about him getting and overachieving and reaching the point where he's the main guy eventually. He's going to go through some hardship, lose some people... There's going to be some stuff, and it just feels like the same thing over and over. It's the Naruto story taken again and done from the beginning. And that's what My Hero Academia feels like. And, you know, Bleach was an adaptation of that. They just didn't focus enough on the side characters for me. There wasn't enough development there. And I love Bleach. Like, I adore Ichigo. That's my dude. That's who I watched from the beginning. Now, when solo leveling becomes an anime, we'll have a different conversation with regards to that because that's really focused on what the title is of solo leveling. But Jujutsu Kaisen, this story, from what it has done so far, is probably one of the best developed stories for characters that I've seen thus far. And it's compelling to see a character shift in the middle of starting to do something new because Yuji has had to shift his mentality in a way because he's run into something that he had never had to run into before. And he didn't think he would need to shift in this manner in order to do what he needed to do. And now he finds himself having to adjust his mentality as he goes through and almost having a willingness to change himself. And then you have a lot of other subplots that are building, that are hope are given justice in the way that they deserve to be given justice. But there's ample backstory. There's ample development. There's unbelievable side characters. You have episodes that focus on these side characters like I haven't seen on many other ones unless they're fillers. Like this has been good. And then the way the the episodes are done where you will see... You will see everything in the fight up until the people come. And then there will be a break in the episode. 
and then you'll see everything that leads up to them arriving there. That's very smart. Because we're always asking ourselves, how, why? What compelled them to come over? What happened? What changed their mind? Why are they there? Well, no, we didn't see it in call anybody. But it, it was something and everything in the way that it was happening that led them to thinking, okay, it's time to do this. Oh, it's time to alter this. Oh, we need to hit. And showing that, honestly giving us the perspective of multiple characters and building them without taking away from the story that's happening has been amazing. These episodes are very well done. This story is very well done. This anime is very well done. I will be finding the manga and reading it because there's stuff that's missing. It always happens. It's fine. I don't mind that happening because that's what happens when you change one thing to another. You have to adapt to the style that it's being presented in. So, I apologize for living under a rock for so long. I have to get back and watch the rest of these episodes because I am enthralled. And I hope you guys enjoyed my little breakdown of this. When I finish the season, I will be coming on here again and giving you a little extra. I appreciate everybody that listens. I will see you on the next one. See you guys. Peace. Peace.